Hi, I'm Cameron. And I'm Emily. I've never read Twilight before. And I've read the books too many times to count, but now we're reading them together. Welcome to Unbitten, a journey through the Twilight Saga. Hey guys! Hey guys, welcome to our podcast. It's a Twilight oh my God. podcast. We're here. <laughs> oh my god, it is. We, we, uh, <laughs> we have a podcast. Uh, against everyone's better judgment. <laughs> we every, have a podcast. Every time someone says that they heard something I've typed in my own voice, I'm like, yes, yes. This is what our goal was when we said podcast time. <laughs> you must be infected by hearing us at all times. Yep, correct. Absolutely. Um, hey, everyone. Um, I, have, I have advice for you today. Um, that advice is don't age past 25. <laughs> because you'll wake up one day and your entire back will just say, fuck you, I don't want to do things today. And so you just have to live with that. Because you slept maybe differently than you usually do by like an inch. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm 29 years old. Um, I'm going to retire soon. <laughs> Uh, yeah, life's rough out there, gang. I, I guess it is. Good thing I'll uh, always be uh, whatever age I am right now. <laughs> Young and beautiful. So true. Well, you're old and beautiful, so. Aw, oh, thanks. Take that as you will. <laughs> oh, also, my hairdresser canceled my appointment <gasps> for tomorrow. No! So I have that to reschedule is homophobic. next weekend. Truly homophobic. It is, because Liv's coming to visit, and I was like, oh my god, you're going to come over, and I'm going to have new colored hair. That'll be so fun. On the plus side, I don't think that's the last time they're ever going to come over. No. (laughs) I know. But I was excited. No, so true. Uh, I have no right to sort of tease you about that, because anytime any of my plans that I've created in my head that don't exist don't pan out, I literally (laughs) cry. So, like, I get it. (laughs) I'm like, oh... People canceled on a plan that only I made. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm so upset. I like made up end. this whole scenario in my head and then it ended poorly. I'm sad now. It was truly kind of fucked up. Okay, let's go through our new patrons. Yeah, we I always new forget if we do it at the beginning or the end. Yeah, well, we do new ones at the beginning unless we forget, but we didn't forget. We didn't forget. So first of all, I would like to correct Thea, who is joining at the Master Vampire tier. We shouted you out last time with the wrong name, and now we've fixed it, and we love you. And also, if anyone else has any sort of issue with this sort of thing, please DM us uh, either on Patreon, on like Twitter, on Discord. Uh, mm-hmm. We will absolutely, we are all about correcting and making sure you have the name and the pronouns and whatever that you want to hear and that you obviously go by. So just let yeah. us know. All right. So uh, first off, welcome to the Vampire Coven, Lauren. Yeah. And then I would also like to welcome Val. Uh, dab, dab, dab. Dab, uh, dab, thanks, dab. Kaylina for joining. I think that's how you say that name. That's Probably. a cool name. Thank you so much to Steven for joining at the Master Vampire tier. Shout out. And also, thank you, Meg, for joining. Uh, welcome all of our new vampire fledglings and master vampires and minor vampires. You're all a part of our wonderful vampire coven. You can join the Patreon, too. Uh, that's sla- patreon.com slash unbiddenpod. And uh, join our Discord. We hang out there a lot. It's really fun. We do We do be hanging out there a lot. We're very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, Yeah. Uh, in, like, a good way. In a, the way of if you've listened to us for this long and you're still listening, you'll probably find it to be a good annoying. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Probably. If, you're, if like, you're still here and you actually want to become a patron, like, you know what you're signing up for. <laughs> oh, so true. Okie dokie. That is some business out of the way. I think we're good to uh, uh, get started. Uh, maybe, yeah. I don't know. Is there anything you'd like to talk about other than your hairdresser? <laughs> well, I talked about my back. I talked about my hair. So that's like my neck, my back. Um, that well, I don't want to hear. I don't. I don't. I really, really, really. Goddamn. This one's an explicit one, boys. Not that anyone isn't an explicit one. What's happening with me? I got keys to my new apartment. Yes, you did. Yeah. I ordered a mattress and a desk. 
Uh, very adult things happening right now. Mm-hmm. My desk is L-shaped, so there's room for me to put a little spot for Bean to sit on. Oh my god, hello. Speaking of you moving and exciting things, uh, oh, I'm coming to visit you. Yeah! I forgot <laughs> we didn't pronounce this on the pod, so M and Liv are both coming to visit me and see me uh, sing in a silly little choir thing. It's not a silly little choir thing. It's an oratorio, no, which silly. is kind of... I mean, it's pretty big scale. It's still a concert, but um, it's relatively big scale. It'll be fun. Um, I'm so excited. I'm also excited. Yeah. uh, Some people didn't realize this, or maybe they were just like, how is that possible? But we've never met in person before. We started this podcast in the pandemic, met online, and have only ever recorded um, far away from each other. Correct. So look forward to um, (laughs) some some great bonus content, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. From uh, our meeting. I hope so. Maybe, oh my god, wouldn't it be so fun uh, to do, like, okay, if you're a patron, let us know if you would like, like, a Discord, like, movie night when we're together. <gasps> oh, that's so good. That would be so cute and also fun and sexy, so I'm just saying. Yeah. Again, yeah. if you want to get in on that content, uh, mm-hmm. join the Discord. It's a fun time. <clears throat> Yeah, maybe we'll do a silly little first meeting vlog. That'll be <laughs> cute. Yeah, that would be cute. But also I'd be like, uh, hey guys. <laughs> well, you know, that's why you record in like 10 second snippets so that you don't need so, to look like an idiot. So true. Um, yeah, party time. Very soon. Next month. Yay. Next month. We'll, re- yeah. we'll record some stuff uh, in person, I think, is the plan. Absolutely. Um, Both like a normal episode and some bonus content. Yeah, and I'll just subject my girlfriend to all of our shenanigans. They can't (laughs) stop us now. We're together. We're more powerful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and they can entertain Bean while we're recording or whatever. Exactly. That'll be good. Uh, I don't think I have any other new news except that we are recording during finals week. I have one paper left that's due on like Friday or Saturday. So that's pretty much what I'm doing. Um, And I'm working a lot. I'm getting – I just like – I'm getting a promotion, and she just needs to work me through the system, so uh, I'm just working on getting that sort of promotion and raise at one of my jobs, working on getting more hours at the other one, working on moving, packing things up, throwing things away, as one does. <laughs> it's so it's so good, though. It's like the perfect opportunity to get rid of stuff and yeah. like condense your shit down and then reorganize at the new place. I'm literally so excited. I... I'm, I need to go through my clothes, which will be really fun because mm-hmm. I get to get rid of a lot of stuff and also my friends get stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I can donate the rest, so. Yeah. All right, we've so been exciting. rambling. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about chapter 10. Scent. Scent. So it's... Edward breathes on her. <laughs> <laughs> he literally does, though. <sighs> I mean, that's how it starts, right? They, like, hug, and then he just breathes into her hair. And she's yeah. like, oh. His cold breath washed over me. And I'm like, ugh, moving on. Yeah, and it's like, all right. Kind of weird, but I feel okay. like she's getting horny about him breathing. <laughs> you ever down so bad that you get horny about <laughs> him breathing? Could never be me. I don't know about that. You think? <laughs> wow. Yes. You're a simple wow. half. Um, well, not okay. me, though. I'm built different. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Just accusations flying so true um (laughs) jacob rings the doorbell to come in and Mm -hmm. she says jake come in but then is still surprised when he talks in the same room as her yeah yeah (laughs) also she like knows that jacob's gonna be here soon and she's like hmm guess i'll pass some time and starts doing fucking dishes and have you ever noticed that every time there's like a break where Mm -hmm. she's not interacting with another character the she just fills in the the waiting periods with chores. Yes. Like, this girl has no hobbies. <laughs> this girl really has zero hobbies. I can't At think At least of, they, like, like, attempted to make her read a book once. They did. <laughs> and then she got mad because everyone reminded her of Edward. Um, that was right. back in Twilight. Um, and then she was reading Romeo and Juliet. But there's no book in this one. No, I know. So all she does is chores. It feels like the sort of thing where... Uh, a really amateur writer is just like yeah. I have to pad the space so let me just 
do a normal human task like right. chores. It comes off as, as her being really like stereotypically woman in the home. Yes. Um, and I don't even think it's necessarily like that. I don't think that's the intention. I don't think it's not the intention because, you know, we know S. Meyer. Uh, <laughs> but I think it was just like a complete like writing failure to just have her have no hobbies and every time there's nothing to do she's like i guess she can like do the dishes or the laundry or something i don't know it's um it's starting to really grind my gears honestly yeah it's pretty annoying because then it also just like sets up for her dropping shit all the time exactly how is she she the one splashes water on herself somehow twice (laughs) yes like how is she the one who's allowed to do chores when she'll drop shit that often. I know. Also, just, like, cut. Like, you know, just be like, she doesn't do chores, next scene. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> or, like, I don't know. This girl has never watched TV in the entire series. It's so true. Like, I don't know. When was Buffy on TV? Is that too early? That's uh, too, too early. It, it Damn ended it. in um, 2004. When was Three. Supernatural on? <laughs> Definitely on now. Oh this my is, god, yes. Yeah, this is like 2007. She should be watching Supernatural. She should be. Oh my god. Bella watching Supernatural and being like, that's not how vampires work. You're so No, stupid. exactly. She's a well actually guy, but about Supernatural. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that'd be funny. Okay, every time that she's doing chores, I'm just going to say that she's watching Supernatural instead. So. <laughs> And I'll think of a random episode that I'm going to have her be watching. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. She's watching that one with the skinwalker where Dean committed a murder, but it wasn't Dean. Oh, my God. So true. What a fun, crazy plot that we've I can't discovered. believe I just pulled that out of my ass. I haven't watched Supernatural in like a decade. No, we watched it together. That's for true. A, for bonus content, which, by the way, we need to do more of. You can we yell do. at me in approximately like a month and a half once I'm settled. <laughs> Yes, no, exactly. I'm not yelling at you on account of circumstances. Oh, so true. I meant like the uh the listeners. But oh yeah. Well, they you can, can yell, yell at, you. at me whenever, baby. Oh, oh, lip bite. Damn. <laughs> I are we realized, flirting right now? Oh my, oh my god, god, we are. We're actually going to fuck when we meet. <laughs> <laughs> That's god. why you got to get that nice new mattress. Oh my hey. god, you make such a good po- Okay, I was I was talking in a different server about how I was getting a mattress and a bed. Mm-hmm. Or no, I'm sorry. A desk. <laughs> a desk. And I was talking about how the desk is L-shaped. And I was like, oh, there's so much room for activities. And someone was like, I thought you were still talking about the mattress. <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, that was Helena, one of our patrons. <laughs> oh, my God, it literally was. That's <laughs> hilarious. I forgot that. It- <laughs> um, so I've been exposed. For being horny on Maine by accident, I guess. Yep. Okay. Bella's so... watching Twilight. Or not Twilight. Fuck. Supernatural. <laughs> Whoa. Inception. It's a documentary. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. They made a documentary about my life. Wow. Oh my God. I'm so cool and popular. She is. So, anyway, Jacob comes in and she's like, Ugh, don't you ever have clothes on? <laughs> and he says that it's really annoying to change and have to carry around all his stuff because his clothes don't just disappear when he changes. And so my question to you is, he's got this little tie that he ties his shorts with, I guess, after he takes them off in the mm-hmm. woods. Um, does he tie them around his, his little neck ahead of time or does he wear it around his waist like a werewolf fanny pack? <laughs> um... Well, it says it's below his left calf, like an anklet. Yeah, but is that just where he keeps it? Well, I don't know. I would assume, I personally hope that he uses it like a fanny pack. I'll say Me that. Me too. Um, yes. I will say that practically, not to burst your bubble, but I think it would probably stay on the ankle because that's the least likely to change in size. Yeah, I know. So it won't snap off, if that probably. makes sense. Yeah, no, it But I like your idea more because it's funny. (laughs) I'm also imagining, like, Jacob in an emergency uh, and he has to change into a werewolf and he's just, like, fumbling to take off his pants and he, like, falls over (laughs) and, like, he's getting it caught on things. Oh, fuck. Zipper's caught. Fuck, fuck. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, (laughs) bestie, what are you doing? 
Yeah, he also shows up at her house barefoot, um, which is a choice. But, you know. Yeah, guess... you got your fucking dogs out in my clean house. Ugh, gross. Disgusting. Bella keeps such a clean house and you have your dogs out. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> I'm just saying. And those are some nasty dogs. You've been running through the woods on those things. Mm-hmm. Do yes, you clip your literally. toenails? You better, Jacob. Or I'll have an issue. Is he, you know, scent marking and peeing on trees in the woods while oh stomping around in his bare feet? Maybe so. Oh, God. We always talk about pee. I'm so sorry I did this. <laughs> Can I, I get a pee counter? <laughs> I just, I didn't think, and it happened. I'm so sorry. You should be. Anyway. I going to bring it up later anyway, so it's fine. Oh, oh, great. Oh, great. Exciting. I'm terrified. Um, that's, uh, I love this in- intrigue and, uh, like, suspense to tell people to keep listening, because we're going to talk about piss later. Thank God. Jacob is hanging out with her in the kitchen, and he's asked if he can ask her a question, and he asks, like, what it feels like to have a, a vampire for a boyfriend... And then he asks what it's like, like, he asked, he asks if she kisses him. <laughs> and she's he's like, childish. ew. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, they are boyfriend and girlfriend. They are teenagers in high school, you know, theoretically. Edward's, you know, iffy. He's a teenager, though. Um, yeah, of course they kiss. I, I feel like he's just like, Bella, you like, are you like a freak, though? Are you like nasty <laughs> with the dead people? <laughs> Uh, I mean, like, you know, points are being made. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. I think from his perspective, he's like, but dude's dead. Like, <laughs> do you kiss that? And he says, Ew. like, oh, like, what about the fangs? And she's like, you know that they don't actually have fangs. And he's like, but he's still dead, though. I forget. Is the fangs, like, something that, like, pops out? Or do they just... Are they just chomping on him with human They're just teeth? chomping. Yeah, they're, like, going what? hungry, hungry hippo. No, you're yeah. lying. No, I'm not. Shut the fuck up. That's so like, stupid. They didn't have fangs in the movie for a reason because they don't have them. I must have like, like deep faked you... fangs into the movie. As I You've watched seen the them. movie like four times already. At this okay, point, you make a good least. point, but I guess I wasn't examining their teeth. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. How did? Ah! <laughs> This is horrible. This is so horrible. Yeah, it seems like a missed opportunity. Like, just have fangs that pop out. You can have retractable fangs. That would be fine. For sure. Because, like, with, like, Buffy, Mm -hmm. don't they have that? Well, they have the whole face thing, but the fangs are part of it. Yep. And I think that's the same in, like, a lot of other stuff. Like, again, Supernatural. Um, Yeah, in, like, um, what's it called? True Blood, I'm pretty sure. Probably The Sims, too, if we're going on all our <laughs> Oh, yeah, for sure. You have your vampire form, your dark form. Oh, so true. You make such a good point. Speaking of Sims, apparently <gasps> werewolves are Werewolves! Coming. I fucking know. <laughs> Side note. There was this, they announced this new thing, like, The Sims 4. They put, like, out update, like, Coming to you things. fall 2022, our new Sims podcast. <laughs> okay, literally. Okay, but they had, like, a May-June thing that they were talking about. Yeah, yeah. And the it's, new like, coming up. all about, like, at night, and they have a game pack that's, like, about going wild at night. Yeah. And, like, it also mentions, like, stuff in your backyard, which I'm kind of confused about. However, there were, like, at least multiple images of full moons, Yes. Over, like, Definitely a werewolves. It's, like, so definitely werewolves. Well, because it's the, it's the one, like, occult that they haven't added to Sims 4 yet. Other than fairies. All the other ones. But... Oh, yeah, fairies. I miss them. They're so pretty. Me too. I get why they're not, because, like, wizards are much more fleshed out, but I wish you yeah. could have, like, wings and stuff. Anyway, fall 2022, we'll have another podcast about <laughs> Sims. <laughs> <laughs> but, Yeah. Okay, back to this. I guess they don't have fucking... That is disgusting. <laughs> How do they draw blood? I mean, I guess they're they have really strong-ass They're just munching really on people's like sandwiches. Okay, but here's the thing. Is I feel like if they were munching on, on people's jaws like that, or no, on people's, like, necks with their... How do they bite a neck and just draw blood? Um, I'm pretty sure they just tear their throat out, honestly. Oh, disgusting. Cool. I mean, I guess we saw it in the movie, but I'm thinking about, like... The way that, like, pressure 
kind of works. Like, with, like, other animals, you can, like, they, like, chomp and they, like, break bone. Yeah. Because they have such, like, a pressure. But I'm confused. <laughs> um, I mean, I think it's just sharp teeth strength combination. But they don't have sharp teeth. They have normal human teeth. You don't know how sharp they are, do you? Ugh. Fine. <laughs> but then they would be fang adjacent. Well. I hate it. Here. Anyway. <laughs> I hate it here. Moving on. <laughs> uh, he finds out that Bella is going to change after graduation. And then he squeezes his hand around a knife. <gasps> Which is crazy. It's disgusting. It makes it's, me cringe if I think about it too much. <laughs> yeah. So I'll I'll get all the quick the quick gross cringeness out. Um, basically, he he holds his hand tight on the knife blade and releases it and has this giant gash on his palm, and he's like freaking out. I cannot believe that Bella does not immediately pass out. I genuinely. know she basically passed out from people pricking their fingers in biology when they were doing the blood testing. I know because she like. Did she pass out or did she like almost She pass was out? like she said she's going to faint and then she sat down like outside. Right. And this is so much more blood than that and she is honestly more put together than She's I mean last she's also time. fighting back like wooziness and like getting True. dizzy and stuff, but yeah, I Just feel like, like she would have fainted a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and and based on her reaction from the first book it sort of feels like more blood would equal faint. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so And like actual injury, not like purposeful finger right. prick for a, a class. <laughs> yeah, and like to an extent, that's something that she was expecting, whereas this is an accident. So yeah. not expecting and, and prepping yourself for it. But as she freaks out, Jacob is super chill, and then she looks at his palm again, and it's already like a puckered pink line of scar. <laughs> Yeah, And he's like, yeah, remember that super healing thing I told you about? And she's like, damn, boy. Yeah. Uh, so, and then, <laughs> I honestly think this whole scene and this situation is really dumb and only for plot convenience, because I don't think anyone would really accidentally do that that hard. I know. I'm like, you would feel the ouch before it got that deep. Like, how, right. like... He would have to have gone from relaxed to squeezing as hard as his hand contents and in also, the span bitch, of a second. Bitch, why the fuck were you holding a knife at that end? I know. That's my question. Because uh, when I'm cleaning a knife and I'm cleaning the handle, I'm holding it like by my fingertips on the blunt side because I'm yeah, terrified of knives. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, maybe that's a me thing for being overly cautious, but I think it's an appropriate <laughs> amount of cautious so that... I don't know, if someone tells me they're going to turn into a vampire in a couple of weeks, I don't squeeze my hand and have to get stitches. <laughs> this is just normal safety precautions that everyone should have. I agree. Jacob, you should have known better. I yeah, am victim blaming. It's definitely plot convenience. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely plot convenience and we are victim blaming. Um, cancel us. Yep. Hashtag canceled. Anyway. Uh, she bleaches everything immediately. Right. And then throws stuff in the wash hilarious. as well. Jacob says, uh, wow, you're being like OCD. Which is and gross. She thinks, hmm, maybe I am. I'm not going to unpack that. <laughs> Which is okay. <laughs> this, 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 like, two lines are so just, like, weird. Because it says... Do you have obsessive compulsive disorder? He asked when I was done. Huh. Maybe. But at least I had a good excuse this time. Which is like, it, it combines both the person, like, making a joke out of OCD and Bella being like, legitimately, like, yes, maybe, but I'm not going to worry about it right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Which is so just like. Literally not going <laughs> to unpack all that right now. We don't have time to unpack all of that right now. Yeah. So pretty pretty gross on Jacob's end, kind of funny on Bella's end, where yeah. she's like, yeah, maybe I should look into that at some point. <laughs> yeah. Um, PSA, OCD isn't just liking things to be clean and organized. It is a truly, um, really unfortunate uh, mental illness, and it affects people's lives in really terrible ways. 
Um, so true. Not a joke. Not a joke. Don't make a joke of it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, moving on from that, what he also asks if <laughs> she's like, he's like, what's it like having a werewolf for a best friend? <laughs> And it's like, okay, make it about yourself. That it's great when he's nice. And I'm like, so true. So true. It literally is great when he's nice. Yeah. Uh, and then. I then they hug. They hug. He's... He calls her stinky. Bella, Bella is stinky. Is stinky. Returns. <laughs> I am so smart. <laughs> you literally called it from day one. I quite literally did. Then... All we do is keep learning how various people are like, damn, girl, you stink. <laughs> It, we're really out here just watching Bella learn to use deodorant. <laughs> this is an important character arc for her. I think so. It's an important character arc for everyone. I feel like there's all, there's that, that point in time in which people need to really start using deodorant. And it's always, it, you know, it's never quite a smooth path. There's always somebody that's like, hmm, you didn't wear deodorant today, did you? You're, you should you should do that every day. Hmm. Yes, yes. And it's that, like, middle school area a yes. lot of the times. Yep, it is. And that, like, just increases the awkwardness of all of middle school. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Anyway, moving on from that horror. <laughs> moving on from that horror, Jacob invites her to a little werewolf hangout sesh down at La Push, and she says... She's not sure if she can go. And Jacob says that he saw a story about controlling abusive teenage relationships. Yeah. And she like cuts him off. And the thing I'll say about this is that like, he's not wrong. (laughs) I know. That's, I I literally wrote like, wow. That being said, like a couple chapters ago, he told her he'd like her dead. So... Yes. I'm not really, like, open to hearing his criticism, RN, especially also because Jake or Edward has been getting a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, that does not negate what he did before. Uh, and this, it, is, it is a good point. That being said, Jacob, you also suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a good point. Because the whole thing is she's thinking she has to ask permission from right. Edward. And that's not cool. Good thing he doesn't make her do that later on in this chapter. Right. But yeah, so, it's good as like just like an annoying quip, like jokey moment of like, oh, ha ha ha, Jacob's just jealous and annoying. But it's like, mm, maybe. No, Unpack I think that points are being made. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. no further discussion because these books don't have depth. So true. <laughs> These books that we've been covering for two years don't have depth. <laughs> the subtitle to every book in this series is It's Not That Deep. So this is Eclipse. It's Not That Deep. So true. Um, so then Jacob leaves. Edward comes back. And With he has the raindrops. <laughs> Rainbow, crystal, his... diamond raindrops, yeah. whatever the fuck. He's a cutie pie. Yeah, she... I just like to see Robert Pattinson wet, so I can. You make I can think such about a this. good point. We need to record our Batman bonus episode. Oh, I know. My God. <sighs> yeah. At this point, I think I'm gonna need to watch it again before we. Record, I feel like that too. Which um, is fine. Maybe it we is can three watch hours. It together sometime. Oh my God, we should. So true. Yeah, it's three hours. This is gonna be a commitment. <laughs> But it didn't feel like three hours when I saw it in theaters. So. I know. I just kept, it just felt like everything had its room to breathe. The plot made sense. It were, okay. Not, yeah. the, not the time. <laughs> <laughs> not the time, not the place. Uh, okay. And then, so, yeah. Bella's super excited to see him, even though it's only been like two seconds, which, honestly, <laughs> I, as a clingy person, can't understand this. Um, if I, like, yeah, like when I see my cat after being gone for two hours, it's like, but like five minutes is a bit much. So that's kind of funny. And then Edward thought that she was stabbing Jacob, which is also really funny. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, it, he's like, oh, just wishful thinking, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And he brought the mail and she has what looks to be an acceptance letter from Dartmouth, but she never actually opens it. Yeah. They kind of just, just all accept that. She's been yeah. accepted, and she doesn't open the package. He's just like, oh, it's, you know, a big, thick envelope. Looks like the same acceptance that I got. And so, you know, I, I don't know 
much about the Ivy League scene. But what, from my understand of uh, my extensive watching of Gossip Girl, <laughs> is that donations from rich investors really go a long way in getting certain people in. And I'm just saying, her applications were all late. That's true. Yeah. IDK. Because she's like, oh, I'm not Dartmouth material. I don't think, like, you know, I can't believe I got in. She sort of is accusatory with that. And he's like, what do you mean? I think you'd be a great candidate. Like, clearly they thought you should come in. And I'm like, mm, but the Cullens are rich, though. <laughs> and yeah. maybe they just made, like, a really big donation. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's definitely possible. Uh, definitely, definitely happened. Um, so yeah, Bella's sort of like, I don't really know if I want to even, like, pretend to go to Dartmouth. Edward's like, imagine how excited Charlie and Renee would be. And she's sort of, like, getting upset and, like, sort of, like, upset about the whole having to be secret. And then Edward goes, after a few decades, everyone you know is dead problem solved. (laughs) I'm like, bestie. Yeah. Oh, I also want to point out in his whole, like, hey, everyone will be dead. Um, his fucking parents already died of Spanish flu when he got turned. So true. He didn't fucking have to hide from them. Yeah, I mean, my guess would be he probably had friends, but... Nah, they all died from Spanish flu, too. You know, so true. And also, my other thing I was going to say, like, the other thing I was going to say is that Carlisle probably was just like, yeah, he died. That was crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's like, why he turned him, because he's like, I mean, yeah, Spanish flu, be wildin' out here. It's like, this guy is Too gonna bad. die, so I might as well. And then he probably just reported him as having passed. Yeah. So any friends he did have, or like a boss or whatever. They weren't looking for him. Exactly. Or like school. I don't know. Yeah. People, <laughs> I don't know. Sure. They weren't, either way, they weren't like oh, when are you coming back home to visit? They're like, damn, it's too bad he died. Rip to a king. Yeah, and also what would they do if I can send him letters? Yeah. <laughs> he can ghost them so hard with letters. Oh, my God. It's so much easier to disappear uh, back when there was no internet. And yeah, stuff. it's like that John Mulaney bit about how the, like, the people robbing a bank would, like, shoot the letters of their name into, like, the bank wall. And yeah. be like, now all you guys remember who robbed this. It's like, you can't. We have social security numbers. Yeah. <laughs> the government is watching always. They will find me. <laughs> Damn, Google. It'll go on my, my background check. Google, are you flirting with me? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Google said, send tits. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway anyway so remember how they had the whole meeting in the last chapter about someone breaking into bella's room and um esme was like oh maybe it was just a visitor it's wild how bella didn't think to connect that the fact that like half her shit was missing with this intrusion she didn't bring it up i thought that it had been brought up and accepted because it was so obvious and it just wasn't super mentioned that i assumed it just like got swept Un, like it just didn't get mentioned in Stephanie Meyer being like and this happened and that happened and it sort of yeah. just like got glossed over but no um <laughs> for some reason Bella didn't tell anyone and so now they're just finding out that someone took her shit yeah also hmm maybe she uh really isn't Dartmouth material because she can't fucking put two and two together and get four <laughs> you literally make such a good point this bitch can't do math don't let her go to college. Sometimes not. it's not the right choice to go to an Ivy League. I was truly shook. I was like, how do you not fucking mention that your stuff was missing right after Edward announces that another vampire was in your room? Like, hello? Exactly. It's <laughs> She's like, hey, by the way, can you ask Alice where all my stuff is? And he's like, hello, like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> God. I think Stephanie Meyer forgot that that was a plot point that she set up and then had to, like, just add it into this chapter. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Speaking of slow brain moments, I had a slow brain moment reading this because, so, uh, Edward gets a call from Carlisle and it's about, you know, these, these killings that have gotten worse in Seattle. And he asked Bella where the paper is and I was like, what? What paper? Like, did she write an essay? (laughs) (laughs) 
And then I realized he was talking about the newspaper. Oh my God, we have a Gen Z on the mm-hmm. podcast right now. Listen. Alert, alert. Oh my God, I've always been here. Um, <laughs> but it, yeah, that was not my finest moment. But at the same time, it was like, yeah, what essay? <laughs> Her current events essay, obviously. I guess. So the headline of the Seattle Times reads, murder epidemic continues. Police have no new leads, which is stupid because I feel like police should have at least new leads that are like the people they've been around. Mm-hmm. I suppose they don't have a lead that connects all of them. Yeah. I suppose that would make sense. They've but, probably definitely like taken in people for questioning and shit, but they're like, this doesn't add up. <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess I guess the whole thing is that they're seeing it as like a serial killing where they can't quite like track who it is because it's not like someone everybody knows. It was like a stranger yeah. to them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, Edward makes a point to say like it's weird the Volturi haven't come yet because this is exactly what they're here for to get rid of like vampires that are exposing their secret and a newborn on the loose. Uh, mm-hmm. is literally the definition of, like, exposing the secret. Like, just, like, rampant killing. Right. Um, and he suspects that it can't just be one vampire at this point. Yeah. And then he doesn't really understand, like, who's making them then? Where are they coming from? How come no one's explained the rules to them? Where's yeah, the I, uh, new vampire handbook that everyone's supposed to get once they turn? <laughs> just appears. There's a newsletter. Check your email. Hello? It's like when you hop into a Minecraft modded world for the first time and it has like that little handbook that explains oh, to you the yeah. mods. Yeah. They need that. They anyway. do. Just saying. Just there's a lot you can learn from Minecraft. <laughs> there is. Edward says if they're dealing with newborns, it's a good thing they have Jasper because Jasper is an expert on newborns. Which is so pedophilic. <laughs> He's also an expert on piss. Y- you, you make a good set. You make a good point. So he's not to be trusted. <laughs> Truly not to be trusted. Um, and then, yeah, so Bella's like, what do you mean an expert? And Edward's like, We don't have like, time to unpack all that. No, literally. He's <laughs> like, that is, we don't have time for that in this chapter. Can you ask later? And she's like, okay. <laughs> uh, please ask at the appropriate cue. Uh, check your script. <laughs> it's not literally. supposed to happen right now. Edward's like, weren't you going to ask me something? And she's like, what? And he's like, you know, the whole bonfire thing. And she's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, you don't have to ask my permission. I'm not your father, but you should ask Charlie. (laughs) Which is good that he says this now, but there's a reason she thinks she has to ask your permission, dude. Yeah. Because you've been acting like a controlling dickhead. So maybe she's still trying to unpack and unlearn some of that. Because you would sort of instilled that in her. Right. It's definitely like, it's definitely possible for people to change and be yes. better. Yeah. But it is, especially when you have, are changing and you're knowing that you're changing from a toxic or, you know, even in a less extreme sense, just like a bad behavioral thing. When you mm. know that you are growing away from that, you have to understand that the people you interact with are still going to be affected by that. And yeah. it'll... It, it does take a new level of, like, learning new trust, you know? Yep. And that's and that's just something that you're going to have to, like, humble yourself to deal with and to be and like, I'm like, sorry, yeah, and I want to reassure apologize. you. He, yeah. he just says, like, you don't have to ask my permission. I'm not your father, LOL. And I just wish he sort of said something more at that point of, I'm sorry that I've made you feel like you always have to do that with me. I won't do that anymore. Like, you know, keep up the work, you know? Yeah. He oh, does well. say later, he says, like, I told you that I was going to be reasonable and trust your judgment. I meant that. So I do think that he is saying more, but I want him to, like, apologize. I know. <laughs> uh, men apologize challenge. Anyway. <laughs> Bella plans to take her motorcycle back to Jacob, and they're going to get out of the garage so she can pack it up. Because in her mind, if she's going to die... She may as well give it back to the guy who actually fixed it up, and he can either give it away or maybe even sell it for a profit, which would be great. And when they open the garage, (laughs) Edward bought a shiny, fancy, silver, giant-ass motorcycle. He's ridiculous. 
uh, thinking like, oh, I thought this was like a thing you were into. So maybe we could go together. (laughs) (laughs) And I just think, I just want Batman foreshadowing. Literally so fucking true. I didn't even connect that until now. You're so right, though. And it's very, it's very funny. This, again, is like, like the wealth difference between them where he's like, oh, my girlfriend likes something. So I'll buy something similar so that we can do it together. And he buys like the most expensive, fanciest motorcycle yeah. on the market. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and she has a thought that looking at the, you know, tiny little tricycle-like bike <laughs> next to his big fancy shiny one, that must be what she looks like standing next to Edward. Which is so annoying. Bella's so fucking hot. Okay, you know what? To be fair, I'm not going to make any judgments about book Bella and that khaki skirt. But (laughs) Kristen Stewart, hot as fuck. Right. And he hands her a helmet and he's like, promise me you'll at least like, you know, use these if you're going to ride motorcycles, a helmet and like a riding jacket. And first of all, she's like, oh, that's so lame. Like a helmet, so ugly. And I'm like... (laughs) Literally, like, people who, like, motorcycle dudes, like, are wearing helmets. Like, this is, like, a standard accepted motorcycle behavior. Like, you're you're an idiot if you don't wear a helmet. She literally smashed her head the first (laughs) time she rode her bike. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, even if you're, like, anti one of those things at the beginning, if you have an accident like that where, like, you slam your head into a fucking rock, um, (laughs) you would, like... A, a normal person would have like some trauma and fear after that be afraid to even go back on a motorcycle and in that mm-hmm. case absolutely wear a helmet yeah like you should be wearing it in the first place but still like yeah it's, it's cr- it was crazy to me when i read that i was like i get that you know some people are like oh helmets are nerdy i'm not gonna skateboard with a helmet or whatever but it's a motorized vehicle on the yeah. road and it's not like a weird like I don't know, dorky thing to wear a helmet on a motorbike. Exactly. Badass leather dudes wear helmets on their motorbikes. <laughs> right. So then he also gives her a uh, riding jacket. Yes. And she so puts hot. it all on. And he's like, damn, girl, you're sexy. <laughs> and I'm like, you you thought her khaki skirt um, was indecent? Indecent. But this one at least finally makes sense to me because all I picture is our girl Kristen Stewart with a fucking like motorcycle helmet on, visor up. She's got her leather jacket on. She's sitting on a motorbike and I'm like, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, so true. And I am so excited for Bella's hot punk era. Oh my God, yes. That I would like her to enter immediately. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's about time. And then they kiss. And then they're yeah. driving to uh, the border of, like, the werewolf territory. And Bella's like, oh, it's just like when my parents got divorced and I used <laughs> to get dropped off from one to the other. And Which I'm like, damn, insane. stop comparing your boyfriend to your parent figure. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's happened, like, twice. I mean, Edward did it one time. Yeah. But she but also twice did it another time one chapter. chapter. <laughs> kind of unhinged. Please stop. <laughs> So Edward gives her a deep, deep smooch right in front of Jacob. And then she walks on over the line and Jacob does a real big, tight hug and stops her from being able to turn around and wave goodbye. Yeah. (laughs) These people are so petty. I love it. They really are. Because like (laughs) as Edward's leaving, he's like laughing because he's clearly reading Jacob's thoughts. Yeah. he's like, ha ha, this bitch is jealous. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's so petty. It's so funny. It really, really is. It's hilarious. So, yeah, that's pretty much the end of the chapter. The only thing is that, like, Bella is once again being like, Jacob, please just be nice about all this. Edward's being really nice about it. I wish he would also be nice. (laughs) Uh, And she says, don't push your luck. And he ends it up with being like, Bella, you can't push what you don't have. (sighs) IDK why this this dude thinks he's so unlucky. Um, you're he's a werewolf. He's so cursed to look hot and young for however long as he wants. You know what? This bitch is unlucky. He's going to imprint on her daughter. <laughs> <laughs> That's cringe as fuck. <laughs> I get Ew, it now. Big cringe. I get it now. I understand. But that's the end of this chapter. That's the end of the chapter. <laughs> Um, yeah. before we end this episode, uh, let's do some, uh, patron questions that we have. 
Yeah. Cool. So let's start from the top. So <laughs> our favorite patron. Okay, not to pick favorites, but also this is the most hilarious name ever. So we have a patron uh, named Edward Terrible. <laughs> and that's iconic. Yeah. So I, I don't mean to choose favorites, but also that's my favorite like screen name, yeah. I would say. Oh, for sure. Um, and. and they say, what would either of you sing at a karaoke night and how drunk would you have to be to sing something cringe? It's oh, like a baby, I'm question. cringe every day. <laughs> oh, baby, I'm singing every day. <laughs> well, this is easy for me. I always pick like sort of the same repertoire every time I've gone to karaoke. My first go-to is always um, Mr. Brightside by The Killers. <laughs> because nice. it has white very, person moment. <laughs> very middle of the range key, so I can sing it without like going wildly like too high pitch. And I just like it because I'm a millennial. <laughs> That's fair. I tend to like like Queen stuff. Nothing mm. too crazy like Bohemian Rhapsody. But something that's like a little bit more manageable, but is still fun. Break Free is good. Somebody mm. to Love is good. Although mm. the end gets weird, but it's kind of worth. Yeah, <laughs> Somebody to Love is good. How drunk would you have to be to sing something cringe? I'm already drunk if I'm singing karaoke. So at that point, anything goes, baby. <laughs> yeah, I would say that stuff... I think I'm like less likely to sing the drunker I get, actually. Mm. Because... That's funny, because you're like a professional Because I'm a singer. singer. <laughs> yeah, so, and you're like, I don't so, want to sound bad. No, exactly, because I'm, I'm like... I don't want to sound bad and I know that I'm going to sound worse because I'm drunk and I can't like control it as much. So I think there it would get like less and less, especially like karaoke because like I'll sing along to things. Mm. So I'd probably have to be, I, I don't know if I, if I would, but I guess I would have to be pretty drunk. <laughs> For me, it's not, it's less about being drunk, but I love to like sing like a cringe song with like a friend, like we'll do a, yeah. a duo of it. So like, I would definitely uh, do it. I also would definitely not do it by myself. Oh my god, I'd literally rather throw up. Oh yeah, um, like I'll I've, do I'll do good songs early on in the night by myself, mm-hmm. but I would not do anything cringe by myself, especially um, drunk. Yeah, I think the the last like big cringe song that I did was um, "You Belong with Me" by Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, t- Taylor Swift is like classic. Taylor Swift is such a good karaoke. I, I'm <sighs> gonna I'm gonna fold that in. I'm gonna say that I'll do that. I think it's such a it's such a funny. It was very Karaoke funny. Thing. It was just like we did. It was three of us. We all went up very drunk, and um, yeah, you love to see it. Yeah. All right. Next question is from Danny, and uh, Danny asks, "What pet do you think each Cullen would have, aside from the fact that these pets can't be immortal or in a house of vegetarian vampires?" Edward gives me cat person vibes. To which she responded. Is it because of his hairballs solidarity? <laughs> Which, so true. Um, but I agree. I do think he gives me cat person vibes. I think that's like a big part of the dichotomy between werewolves and, and, and vampires in these books is it's a it's dog like cat versus, versus cat. Dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. I mean, Emmett is such a dog person. Though. Yes. Like he's got so a true. golden retriever or like a German shepherd. Like he's got a big dog. Right. So Edward would have a cat. Um, Emmett would have a dog. Jasper, I don't know. We'd have like a fucking rat. Jasper has a worm. <laughs> Jasper has a Jasper has a naked mole rat. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That freaky thing. <laughs> naked mole rat. So true. I feel like Alice would have like a bird. Like a I was parrot. She would have something, I don't know, something like she'd have like an exotic pet that's like not, you know, she's not going to have a tiger, but, like, she would at one point be like, can I have a tiger? And they'd be like, no. Um, she would have, like, a monkey. Yeah. Oh, my you God. Make a good little point. diaper running around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty accurate, especially because she seems to be, like, the most, like, outwardly materialistic in terms yeah. of, like, items and stuff. Yeah. She wants, like, fancy special things that, like, no one yeah. else has. She gives me, like, bourgeoisie (laughs) vibes, like, for sure. So she'd definitely have a pet monkey that, like, bites her. And then she's like, what is this? And then she dies. so cute. (laughs) (laughs) Who, okay, that's, what about Rosalie? Uh, She's she's difficult. I feel mm. like Rosalie wouldn't have a pet. That's my hot take. 
she, that's what I was thinking. I she's just like, hmm, Emmett has his his dog, so that's that's it. Yeah, if she did have Stay a pet, I feel like it would be a very small dog, like some sort of toy. Oh my dog. god, a chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about chihuahua, but like a Yorkie. Maybe? I was just thinking like, you know, like uh Paris Hilton vibes. It's so true. But like or like a like a uh what am I trying to think of? Like a toy poodle? Yeah, toy poodle poodle or like a chow chow. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Something that, like, is tiny and requires a lot of upkeep, but is, Mm -hmm. like, super fancy. And you can put it in a purse. I could also see her mayhaps with a really, really regal, like, cat that has a pushed-in face. (laughs) Oh, Persian? (laughs) Yeah, like a Persian or something like that. (laughs) Oh, God. Some really expensive cat, you know? Horrible. Yeah, I do know. That's, uh, and then who are we missing? I guess just Carla and Esme, I think. Their pets are their children. <laughs> so true. <laughs> um, but I feel like Carlisle might, Carlisle w- might be a, a cat person. Yeah, I could see it. Um, he seems like he'd have a nice cat in his little study. Hmm, cute. Library cat, you know. Yeah. Oh, dark academia. You're right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know about Esme. Mm. Does she have a hamster? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Actually, you know what would be hot? I was just thinking of Rosalie if she had like a snake and it was like So true. Neck. Oh my god. That would also be cool. I feel like she'd like a snake because like you don't have to be affectionate towards it because it's a reptile and it's not That's like... true. So maybe maybe she'd have a snake. Yeah. Um or like a ferret or something. <laughs> That's like <laughs> although maybe a ferret would be too stinky for her. I think but I was thinking stinky. of, like, a humane way to have, like, that, like, fur scarf thing. Yeah. But it's just, like, an alive it's ferret. Just alive <laughs> <laughs> it's just hanging out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I feel happy with those yeah. for the most part. Yeah. From... Bella already has a cat, which is Edward, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so true. And um... a dog, which is Jacob. <laughs> 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 She's really an animal person. Oh, God. So, from Insignia Bear, more book recommendations. Also, if other cryptids were around in the Twiverse, which would be whose favorite? I killed for a scene where Emmett tries to find Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk. Uh, let's talk about cryptids. This is um, what would I? What would I want? I would love to see some Mothman action. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um. Like a distinguished gentleman who's also Mothman, you know? <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> he wears a top hat. Um, God, what would I want? If we're finishing, like, the Sims occult thing, we would want, like, a, a witches, witches and wizards. But, like, that does I, seem like it'd be too much oh, for... This is so, like, such a, like, good point to touch on because for, like... A bit there. There was like this theory that like Angela Weber was gonna turn out to be a witch. OMG, fun. Which <laughs> I would have loved to see. I think that would have been so cool and like a great reason to have her like involved in like the whole like occult vampires and werewolves and Bella's life as a good friend. It would have been great. Yeah. That would be really cool. Yeah, I like witches. Um in like vampire diaries, they de- they have like witches as like a pretty huge um factor and i always enjoy that yeah and i would definitely like like supernatural adjacent where there's just like oh i don't really want like demons and stuff because that gets that like gets really heavy in (laughs) supernatural and then it gets like has weird religious overtones and i'm just not about it um but i feel like like when supernatural was just like a week by week like Mm. movie or what is that called like a monster 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 of the week Monster of the Week type. Sh- yes, thank you. Literally the, <laughs> the thing that we played. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, I and there was always just something weird. I would love those sorts of things to pop up every once in a while. And it's just like, shit, gotta go take care of this. I don't know, Skinwalker. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. I don't know about favorites though. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just I'm gonna stick with witches because I I just like magic in general, and I think that so it makes things really fun. Um, and then more a lot of things yeah more book recommendations mm-hmm. I have IDK. a lot 
Um, <laughs> so I just finished my creative writing degree. So woohoo, undergrad degree, obviously not a graduate yet. Um, and we did a lot of reading this semester. Uh, a few that I can note that I really liked, Dear Terror, Dear Splendor by Melissa Crow is a really good poetry collection. Um, I actually met her and shadowed for her uh, when she came and visited my school. She's a super nice person. Uh, reminds me of my mom. <laughs> but she writes about, she writes about, it's kind of like a chronological thing and it talks about from a survival in childhood to then getting married to having a kid to her kid growing up and uh sort of a fear of mortality sort of going throughout that whole thing it's super super interesting um another thing sorry i'm like really i've read a lot of like autobiography or like like memoir autobio autofic so it's a lot of like heavy stuff, but it's also really good. Dorothy Allison has a book called Trash, which is technically uh, fiction, but it's very autobiographical. It's really heavy. Um, check for trigger warnings, especially before you read that one. But it's a collection of short stories. They're really, really good, really well written, really tragic, uh, heavy. But also, there's of course there is joy. Mm-hmm. Um, those are those are a couple of my book recommendations. I have more, but if you have any, go for it. <laughs> um, mm, haven't read anything. <laughs> okay, uh, then I'll 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 mention uh, one or two more. Uh, Wild by Cheryl Strayed is really good. It's a memoir about uh, she's like in her mid twenties. Her mother had died when she was in her early twenties, and then since then her life has sort of spiraled. She got a divorce because she had married early, and she's just like doesn't know what she wants to do. So she decides, like, kind of really on a whim to hike the Pacific uh, Crest Trail. It's sort of a, it's a doc, it's like documenting her journey both physically and emotionally as she goes through that trip, realizes how, like, wildly unprepared she is, runs into some, like, bears and stuff. It's, uh, it's pretty interesting. Um, I would also recommend it. It's a good... Another good memoir, another kind of sad memoir. Uh, most memoirs are sad, sorry. <laughs> but it's good. So those are some of my book recommendations that are, I think in the past we've done a lot of like YA adjacent stuff, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. fantasy type stuff. So those are my more um, memoir type books that I've been reading that I've been really liking and a poetry collection. There you go. Yeah. Cool. Oh, Luther Hughes. Anything by Luther Hughes is also really good. Um, I think he actually has poetry collection coming out. It's called A Shiver in the Leaves. It's coming out, I think, in the fall. Mm. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but it's sometime this year. He's really good as well. Um, a, an awesome queer black poet. He also has a chat book called Touched. All good things. I could keep going on. I'm literally an English major, <laughs> but I will stop. <laughs> good, good, good. All right, yeah. and our final question comes from Tithe in Ironside. Yeah, this is, is Thea. There... Oh, yes. So they um, say... Uh, is there a specific scene so far in the books that you're looking forward to seeing in the movie? Ooh. I should have thought about this one more, but they did send it in like 25 minutes ago while we were recording. <laughs> but I'm trying to think of, yeah, like, what do I want to see from this book so far, especially? Because we've seen the other movies. I mean, yeah. you've seen all of them, I know. But. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that big, beautiful bed. So fucking true. That's going to be iconic and horny. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> it, I don't think this is going to be in the movie, but I would be very excited to see Rosalie's revenge era <laughs> uh, in the yeah. movie, which again, we've talked about how it should just be its own like feature film. <laughs> I know, it should. But I would, I think it would be so cool to just see her go kill some people. Fun times. <laughs> you love to see it. Yeah. Um, so that uh, wraps up our, our questions. Um, yeah. Our, if you want to send us questions, um, you can join at the master vampire level tier of our Patreon. And um, yeah. we'll add to them. <laughs> we will uh pretty much monthly and we'll we'll bug you and we'll tag you a bunch and be like hey send us questions so we can answer them yeah exactly and they don't have to be like a lot of these were about 
um, the books, but they don't have to be. I mean, like, true. yeah, karaoke night. Uh, book recommendations. We love mm-hmm. it. Uh, so I would like to give a final shout out to our master vampire level patrons, Dan, Dana, Emily, Emma, Thea, and Steven. Thank you so much for your continued support. Again, if you would like to become a member of our Patreon, you can join us uh, at patreon.com slash unbittenpod. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter. And, you know, we're about. <laughs> yeah, we're out, we're out here. Um, we have a goal at 50. Oh, yeah, at 50, 50 patrons. we'll patron-exclusive monthly live streams where we can hang out and have drinks and chat and just talk about stuff. Yeah, and that um, would be with all of our patrons. So yes. if you yep. want to be one of them, uh, sign up. Mm-hmm. We're less than 20 away, so woohoo. Yeah. All right, uh, that concludes this episode, so we'll see you in the next one. Yeah. Wait, Bye. were you going to bring piss up again, or was it just that Jasper was oh, there? Oh, just that Jasper is an expert oh, okay. in piss. Okay, okay. Good, <laughs> I'm good, glad good. that you were really looking forward to that. I was, I mean, I don't know. I was waiting with bated breath. I'm sure others were. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway. We got our piss quote in. Yeah, yeah, it's there. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Unbitten. If you want to get in contact with us, follow us on our new Twitter at unbitten pod. And for now, the rest is still unbitten.